0: Hey, everybody, it's Kenny, a.k.a. Baby, back again with another episode of the Friends of Flavor podcast, the podcast about finding yourself within your friends while BSing along the way. And today we are going to have a doggone good episode um, where David (laughs) and I will discuss why men are dogs. And we're going to have a darn good doggy movie ranking. Uh, so, all about dogs there. <laughs> Woof. the show i am drinking the uh slow and low rock and rye um i don't know what david is drinking i have him remote today for the first time what are you drinking David?
1: uh, uh i'm drinking some uh blanton's mm, kentucky bourbon taste i think that's i think that's what i had uh, I don't maybe it's not day? what i had left did you bring um, it on draft day maybe maybe i did i, I think i think i've drank it in your house once before. Okay, so that it might had to been
0: draft day. Yeah, I had it. That, surprisingly blatant. Is, I had it at my house as well. It was uh, when Roth had one of her coworkers over, and uh, he brought a bottle. And he's like, "Oh, I don't know if you ever had this," but I was like, "Nope," but I sure will. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, help <laughs> yeah. yourself." And I had like three or four cups. And he's like, all right, all right you? You need to slow down a little bit." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fair. Yeah, it's it's easy to. To just start sipping it and sipping it, and then before you know it, you're just like, "Oh, how much have I had?" Yeah.
0: So, how's fatherhood going, and is it getting easier for you?
1: I guess I'll I'll take that one one part at a time. I mean, fatherhood has been great. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. Not to say it doesn't have its difficult moments. For instance, um, yeah, today I was playing dad. And working all day hmm. at the same time, uh, because, you know, poor little baby, she has a double ear infection. Oh no. And so yeah, she stayed home with me and, you know, I have the luxury of working from home. So, I, yeah. uh, you know, I was taking care of her all day, but then, uh, trying to work as best I could in the meantime. And that is, that is very mentally draining, uh, having to try and pull double duty like that, yeah. which, you know, I mean, I can do it and, I prefer I prefer to at least try to make it work instead of you know taking time off when I can save that PTO for something else or you know so Michelle doesn't have to take time off when I'm capable of holding down the fort here at the house. Yeah, for sure. Uh,
0: I think that's one of the benefits for working at home is being able to do something like that. I, I know a lot of coworkers and people that. Uh, whenever their kid gets sick, that's what they do. I mean, shoot, my my brother works full time now at home and he's like, you know, cooking kids lunch and stuff in the summer and uh, he's kind yeah. of multitasking in a way.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm thankful to have the opportunity to do it. And this is exactly, you know, you know what I think it gives me the like, eh, well, I should say, it It makes me most thankful for the opportunity to work from home because you know if if um you know neither if neither of us parents had the option then one of at least one of us would have to take p t o no matter what for each day you know that we have a sick kid and you know yeah. any any parent that sent a kid to daycare knows that they're sick every other week, so yeah, it's just like sure. You know, it's like you, you got to have this. I feel like you have to have this option. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thankful to be able to take advantage of it. You know, at the same time, it also just gives you the uh, the opportunity to spend time with your kid. Yeah. And, right. you know, despite how difficult it can be at times, especially when they're sick and irritable, you know, they're not always the best company, but there, there are moments here like throughout the day where, you know, you, you get them in a good mood or you just you have a a kind of just special bonding moment where you just feel like, Oh, you know, it's all worth it.
0: Yeah, for sure. The little sweet moments. Um, Mm -hmm. And and that was kind of like my, my next kind of catch up question, with you is like, how has uh, work life balance been for you? I mean, you asked me earlier before the show, if I had been going to the gym lately and uh, it's, it's a little more uh, life for me lately than uh, working out.
1: Yeah. It it, it kind of depends, <laughs> you know. I feel like I've been doing a better job of prioritizing life as opposed to work. When when you and I first met, it was definitely more work than life. Yeah. And, well, you
0: were also more of a, a bachelor bachelor than yeah. Ba- so. Yeah.
1: I mean, I was actually, you know, ironically, I was thinking about this earlier uh, today, where you know earlier in life, and I say that just being a couple years well. Shoot, I guess time's getting away from me more than a couple of years ago now. <laughs>
0: doesn't even uh,
1: matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, when I first started working at this job, you know, work was my priority and I spent a lot of time and energy devoted to like getting better at uh, my craft. And yeah. it allowed me to build a lot of uh, skills and respect amongst my peers and really develop, um, just a reputation within the company that allowed me to kind of move up and not like, I mean, it's not like I was getting promotions or anything, but, uh um, recognition and, really. You know? Yeah. I, I'm, I guess that's the correct way of looking at it. I've, I'm recognized as like a leader, uh, tr- like a trusted employee within the, the department back when the company was privately owned. It gave me some nice raises yeah. each year because you know, it wasn't like it is now where it's like, Oh, if you get anything at all, it's 3%. Yeah. So it, it actually allowed me to kind of build up my my pay back when when I had that option for it to increase more than just minuscule percentages at a time yeah. so now I'm able to step back and focus less on work you know it used to be I was putting in minimum 90 to 100 hours of pay period now it's like I'm barely I'm barely getting 80 yeah. because everything else takes priority you know I've got a family where I'm putting family first and Any time I have to take a lunch break during the day, I'm taking it. Whether it's to go to the gym or to just lay around the house and play a video game, I'm going to make sure that I take almost every possible minute I can to not work (laughs) and just relax.
0: That's good though. I mean, you're getting your be myself. Yeah, your you time, you know? And Yeah, you um, gotta get it when you can. For sure. Yeah, I actually didn't really realize that or I didn't realize. Didn't really realize. It sounds stupid. (laughs) I didn't realize that. In November was seven years for me, I think, at Southern Light slash Unity, I believe. So that would... Wow, of, really? Yeah. I, wow. I, I'm good. pretty sure it is. I could be wrong, but I'll have to... So die.
1: you started in 15 or 16?
0: I, I think I started in... 15, it would have
1: been... Yeah, it would have been, been 2015 because you were the next hire after me. Yeah. Cause I so, think, and I started in 14. Yeah, because so. my
0: dad passed the year after. So I was like, that's how I remember... Mm. Yeah. When I saw that in the one of the newsletters, like, dude, it, it doesn't even feel like that. Sometimes I feel like it was just a year or two ago that, you know, we were working in the same department.
1: I know. God, time Tom has really gotten away from us.
0: Yeah. And with time, are you balancing family time um, along with mommy, daddy time really well? Or is it just kind of like you guys get too busy for each other?
1: Um, so are you asking if like, I, like the, you know, Michelle and I get to have just time together as a husband and wife yes. and just, and yeah. just yeah. like yeah. date nights um,
0: and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, every, like we get, you know, we get the kid to bed between seven and seven thirty every night because I mean, she's less than a year old, yeah. so she's, she's not going to stay up real late that, that affords us the opportunity to, you know, even if it's just like an hour and a half to two hours every night most nights we get time just to kind of spend together relaxing and you know on weekends we may stay up a little later uh we have started sending her over to michelle's parents house on occasion just to spend the night um so that we can just have you know a night to ourselves and we were actually going to do that this weekend until you know she got a double oh, yeah. ear infection <laughs> so I, I don't know we, it depends on how Rain she's chat. feeling saturday yeah, yeah it depends on how she's feeling saturday we may still do it uh we got some like medication for it and she's taking tylenol and you know the fever may go down she may start feeling better but you know if not it's not a big deal so um, you,
0: you say on the weekends or sometimes you guys stay up a little late what's your uh kind of like so if we stay up we watch a movie or show or something what's your what's <laughs> your like general crash time like you just start to doze off
1: the the exact same um your (laughs) show um we're you know we we spend pretty much all our time together uh finding something to watch you know we'll just chill on the couch together and just you know kind of find things to bond over
0: what time do you just kind of like you start fading away (laughs)
1: <laughs> on a typical weeknight
0: no on a week weekend like say you're like hey we're gonna, uh, we're gonna stay up late and we're gonna watch this movie okay. but then like Shoot. you slowly Man. kind of fade away god
1: uh it's i don't know it, i feel like on the weekends we still end up going to bed around the same time we do during the week which yeah. kind of sad <laughs> so it's like you know Between, if we're not in bed by ten thirty to eleven, then that's a wild and crazy night.
0: Hey, save here, man. (laughs) Save here. Like me, me and Ross, like man, I I feel really old because I like I can. It's a struggle to get past like eleven sometimes. I'm like, I'm just so tired. Yeah,
1: there there are times where I'm just like, God, I get no me time. I'm gonna like, I don't have to wake up for work in the morning. I'm gonna stay up late once Michelle's ready for bed and just like play a game or something. And by the time it's like nine, 10 o'clock, I am just ready to pass out. So I'm just like, well, so, so so much for that me time. Yeah. (laughs) That me time's turning into sleepy time.
0: (laughs) So uh, today's episode was definitely um, thought of thanks to Hagen. Uh, I was just kind of staring at him one day and Roth was kind of just giving him belly rubs and loving on him. I was like, man, it's gotta be good to be a dog. Like you just, you just take it all in i'm like you know what men are are pretty much dogs like we just we we just want belly rubs treats and um we're really like um what's the word we love uh bu-bu-bu-bu-bu. what's the word i'm looking for
1: like uh, a bone
0: no dang it i had thought about this earlier guys um, do have a
1: thing for bones <laughs>
0: we do have a thing for bones well we we'll dang it what was the word i was looking for um dang it like we we show or we show love without like no strings attached really like it's just kind of like we don't require much from a woman i feel like these days women especially single women they require like hey this guy's got to have a job. He's got to, he's got to be able to cook or be able to cl- like clean or fix a car or, you know, I won't even mm-hmm. give him a shot.
1: Yeah. Got to be, got to be six feet tall, have his own place. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah. Have a job, be the breadwinner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, be well, well, self-sufficient.
0: Even, so like even, so dogs and men, so like we don't really require much from women. It's just like,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Show us a little love.
1: Yeah, you pet me a little bit, you give me a treat, and yeah. you let me cuddle up next to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, uh, oh, man, it's, it's going to drive me crazy that I can't think of what I wanted to say. It'll uh, come to you. It will, just like all men. Uh, no, wait, what? <laughs> 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 so like, uh, the way, uh, way I got to explain here is like, uh, as a bachelor, most of us, we kind of are like dogs. We're in a pack. We have our group of friends. I was gonna say
1: you got more of that wolf mentality. Yeah, where you're on you're on the hunt. For exactly. Something. And you're and, hanging uh, out, yeah. and
0: you're 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 fucking around, showing showing you know your machismo with the pack, and then all of a sudden <laughs> you see a, a woman, and you try to do whatever she wants to uh, get her. Yeah, you love. do the mating
1: ritual. Yeah, you do the mating ritual. <laughs> you uh, strut your stuff. Exactly. Yeah, you try to let the inner alpha come out.
0: Mm-hmm now that we're married uh both of us not to each other <laughs> what what's something small that you do on a regular basis for your wife to show your affection
1: uh i am constantly massaging her
0: oh ah, dude me too um yeah
1: I mean, and it's i think it's because physical like of, of the love you know the love languages that are i guess categorized these days physical touch is like my number one so, like, when, you know, we get the baby to bed, we sit down on the couch, we're going to watch a movie or TV show. Uh, you know, we'll sit down together and I'll just start, like, massaging her feet or her legs or, her, you know, basically whatever's closest. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I just start to just, just massage. So, and it's been that way ever since we've met. So, we've always got, like, some massage lotion in a completely normal way, <laughs> you know, out and about <laughs> just because, you know. Hey, me, me and
0: you are in the same boat because when Roth and I first started dating and um, into marriage, that was me. Well, one, because she does nails and so she, she always has like real mm-hmm. stiff shoulders from like holding, yeah. um, you know, someone's arm or foot or whatever. And so her shoulders is always stiff. So I'll always rub her shoulders. And I've I've gotten in trouble by uh, some of my friends sometimes because <laughs> like, we'll, we'll be at someone's house or something like that, like doing a date night or just hanging out and like i'll just stand behind her and like rub her shoulders and you're like oh good and you know like some other couple like nudge their spouse and like how come you don't do that for me and they're like can you gotta cut, <laughs> you gotta cut that out in public man i was like it's, it's not like i'm like doing it to get you in trouble it's just like it's just what i'm used to like this it's like yeah. second nature to me you know
1: i've definitely been in a similar boat where it's like we're at a, a gathering of friends and uh <laughs> and someone will be like what michelle you get massages like every day yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, and all of a sudden it's
1: just like uh-oh i'm getting somebody in trouble
0: yeah for real actually um one of my christmas presents i say to her but it's kind of of a gift that keeps giving we finally after all these years i bought a massage table for like 100 bucks on amazon because oh, of, okay because like massaging on the bed you can't really like Get around in certain yeah. angles, and it's not really comfortable. Uh-huh. Um, so on a table, you're actually above, and you can actually get certain areas, and it leads to, to other things as well, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, that's why it's the gift that keeps giving, and it's only a hundred dollars on Amazon, and it's it takes like Five minutes to set up. So uh
1: all 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 of your listeners are taking notes right now. Yeah,
0: go go on to Amazon, dude. I'll I'll shoot you the link. Hey you can buy one. Valentine's Day is coming up. Valentine's
1: Day is real close.
0: It is. Valentine's (laughs) Day. You know what? I got I gotta start. Was it Amazon has a thing where like you can like share links and if they click your link to get it, you get like a certain cut of the 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 money that gets sold or whatever.
1: Really? Yeah. That's interesting.
0: I think like streamers do it too. It's like, Hey, I got, I'm using this hyper X mouse. You can get on Amazon yeah. click my uh, link. Well,
1: I mean, yeah. I think when, like, if you're sponsored, oh, uh, yeah. you know, like you see it all the time on like, uh, YouTubers or like, you know, the podcasts and stuff where it's just like use my code, blah, yeah. blah, blah, slash my <laughs> channel.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, that, I, that's actually something I do on a regular basis too for her. Another thing I, I kind of do is just, uh, well, me he's just cooked dinner. I'm the main. Chef I was gonna, in house,
1: so. yeah, I was gonna use that as my next one because uh, spoiler alert, I was given the prompt for this where it's just like you know one small thing you do and then one thing you go out of your way to do. Uh, that was gonna be my I go out of my way oh, to do it so thing.
0: You, your go out of the way is cook dinner. Okay. Um,
1: so- well, I mean, I say, and yeah, by that I just mean it's something that I didn't start out doing, but now I do it almost like exclusively.
0: Okay, so well, I mean then something you used to take a lot of time doing is now a regular thing, yeah, do you think that happened because you guys got married and you moved in together
1: uh no it, it I think it happened more um I, I don't know like we we used to like make it very even where we would before a kid we would participate essentially equally unless you know something was going on so like we always made dinner together but once michelle got pregnant and her like her energy started to dip and you know things started like movement and stuff started becoming more difficult for her then i started doing it a lot more and so since yeah since the pregnancy and you know basically since we've had a kid i've just kind of taken making dinner into my thing
0: yeah I also remembered what I was going to say. Men love unconditionally, and I feel like women don't sometimes because they need (laughs) other things to, uh, you know, love a man.
1: (laughs) Well, I think that's often true. I mean, it's not. I mean, I guess it'd be bad to generalize and make a blanket statement because there are. I will say there are a lot of guys that will do, they they have that classic nice guy syndrome that you hear about where it's like you do something nice for a girl and then you like expect something in return, AKA sex. That that uh, was
0: actually my next question. Um, but before we get into that, um, something that I do um, kind of go out of my way for, for Roth is like on her birthdays. So like for us guys who do these things on a normal basis, cook, clean um, massages, on holidays mm-hmm. like Valentine's coming up, um birthdays or anything like that, doing stuff like that to me is kind of like, like it doesn't mean anything, you know? Because we do it every day, yeah. so we kind of like shoot yeah. ourselves in the foot on that one. And so I
1: was going to say, yeah, like I think for a lot of people, or I say a lot of people, you know, I think for most guys, if they're giving their wife a massage, it's because they're doing it with the expectation that something else is going to follow. Yeah, uh, where it's like, yeah, it around for for guys like you and me it's just like it's just you know if it's just a tuesday it's just gonna happen yeah it's just it's every other day if you're expecting something out of it you're you're probably yeah you're misguided or you're gonna have to speak up because that's that's not even a second thought
0: so for me when i go out of my way for roth is like for her birthday or something like that it's always like i always try to make her feel um extra loved so like on her birthday here lately for like the last two years maybe three years i'll throw a get together with like all our friends so they can you know show her love and all that jazz and then we do a little potluck and like our for like valentine's i'll just i'll go get or cook her favorite meals like she loves crawfish so i'll go get like you know x amount of pounds of crawfish and i'll sometimes get either a Laos or a cambodian dish that she likes to eat and i'll have that ready for her stuff that we don't really eat every every day so it's kind of like you know for her it's like the way to her heart is her belly so that's
1: (laughs) that's how i get there yeah that's i think that's also true for a lot of guys Yeah.
0: yeah so my other question was like do you expect things in return when you do all these normal things on a daily basis
1: um for the most part no i mean there i think there are times where it's like you're you're really going out of your way to do something nice and you just think, oh, you know, it'd be nice if I got something in return. Yeah. But it's not a it's not a requirement. Um, but I, I think for the most part, it is just it's just I it's, I, it's unconditional love, like yeah. you mentioned earlier. And I, I don't ever expect Michelle to do anything. If I give her a massage, I don't expect her to do anything because I made dinner or yeah you know, fed or fed the baby and, or did, you know, this or that. I'm just doing it because I've just, because uh, I want to. Yeah. And because it makes me feel like I'm being a good husband. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I just feel like that's kind of the expectation. It's just like, if you're, you know, if you love somebody, if you're in a relationship, then you're going to to do your part to, you know, uh, what's the, what's the term, I guess, like carry your weight mm. or pick up your end of the slack or, yeah. You know, uh or it's a it's partnership. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're I think it's almost expected, like you show love to your partner. That's that's and crazy. I mean, you that, should want to. That's you crazy to, to hear
0: you talk like that because with you being uh so young and you guys kinda of being pretty newly married and stuff like that, for y'all to be um both young in a young marriage, um, for you to understand that, that that speaks I don't know what, what what's like that. That says a lot, you know, because there's, there's guys older than us and me. And like, I'm, you know, almost 40 and you're what mid
1: twenties? How old are you? Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. Yeah.
0: You're mid twenties. Yeah, sure. Mid twenties, (laughs) late twenties, whatever. (laughs) Thank Um, you. That makes me feel good. Yeah. But I mean, you're still young, you're younger than me. And for you to understand that is, is great, man. Like, A lot of people don't understand that in marriage and and in relationship that it's a partnership and you can't go into marriage and partnership thinking like that. And to be honest, I'm pretty sure when I was your age, I was like that. Like I would, I would expect things. I would do these, some of these things and expect it out of return. And when I get disappointed because I don't get whatever I want in return, it would lead to like almost a fight or a nothing fight and she wouldn't know why. And it's because I was expecting things. And when I ex- mm-hmm. was expecting things, I would, you know, be let down. And so I feel like, well, you're not, you know, being a good wife, but in return, it was just me like expecting these things and being let down when she doesn't even know, you know, when in- instead I should just do these things because I want to, or I love her, you know?
1: Yeah. And I think it goes back to just, um, I mean, not not everybody communicates the same way. We we mentioned the love languages earlier, uh, talking about how we, we both like physical touch. You know, I think it's important for people when they're entering into a relationship to figure out each other's love language and know exactly how, not only how the other person communicates, but how they want to be communicated to. Because, you know, some people are going to be more like just physical in whatever mm-hmm. aspect uh and you know they may want that in return but the other person's going to be more inclined to want to do acts of service or give words of affirmation uh or that kind of thing and so yeah you kind of have to figure out like okay you may have some expectations that if you do something you're going to have a return on that investment in like the same manner but that may not be how the other person is going to reciprocate. They may express their love to you differently. And you know, it's just, that's just who they are. It's, it's not like they're sliding you. Uh, So yeah, you just, (laughs) I think it's, it's all a communication thing. And I mean, I'm sure, you know, if, if if you both understand, like it's a partnership, you're going to, I mean, you're, you're going to want to love the other person naturally regardless of you know, whether you're having something reciprocated, but, you know, odds are if you both love each other, then, you know, the other person is going to want to reciprocate. It just may be in the, the way that they feel most comfortable, like showing their love to you. And so, you know, it, it's just learning each other's languages and, uh, and habits and wants and needs. And, you know, it's, I think that's what makes partnerships as part of what makes partnerships fun is that it's just a learning experience and you grow to, to get to know each other and to figure each other out more and more as you go. That
0: makes me smile a lot to hear you say all these things at such a young age, because I feel like at your age, I was, I didn't, I didn't think or talk like that. And I feel like if you haven't gotten it all figured out, you, you're on the right path into a very successful and good marriage. And, um, I'm very glad and happy to hear you talk and think like that, um, about your relationship with Michelle.
1: Oh, well, thank you. You know, I, I mean, I, I appreciate it. Uh, I mean, we certainly like to think that we're, we're doing well. Um, but, you know, it's always nice to hear someone else say that, you know, you think that we're on the right track.
0: Yeah. I mean, no, for real. Cause like when I was that, when I was younger, I, I probably didn't, didn't learn these lessons that you're telling me now, you know, I I mean, I'm still learning some lessons, but I I feel like I I kind of just not too long ago, you know, understood and learned, um, these things that you're, you're speaking of right now, you know? So for me to hear you say that now I'm just like, man, this, this kid has got it together. Well, I mean, (laughs) I hate to call you a kid. You're not a kid, but you know,
1: sometimes, I mean, I I still feel like I am a lot, but you know, Hey, there's a big difference between knowing it and then, uh, like putting that into like putting it into motion or just, applying it actively each and every day because there are times where yeah you'll you'll be thinking that you you know by doing something you might get something in return and it you will just not in the way you expected you have to remember like oh yeah like this person's different than me yeah uh so you know sometimes it's i think you get caught up in in the day-to-day and you forget some of these things but you know it's just that's part of life
0: well so that that was me younger because my thing was like you know i would do these things for her And I I would expect the same thing back, you know, and it was kind of like, that's not her love language. And, um, her love language was being a provider, working her tail off, you know, helping pay bills, this and that. She wasn't, and she kind of still is, she, she isn't a super affectionate person. So that wasn't her love language to do those things for me. And I would always be like, you know, I just want you to love me the way I love you. That's not her love language, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm finally understanding that, you know, and that's not to say that, you know, she, she isn't affectionate towards me or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. We're just learning to more or less like accept and understand each other's love language
1: more. Right, because I mean, yeah, I, and you know, I like hearing that because, yeah, and I think that communicates like you have a good, you have a true love and understanding for each other because I think a lot of people would be in your situation think oh well we're just not compatible and then just stop trying to make it work but you are compatible yeah you just you communicate differently exactly but you're still willing to learn more about each other and learn to communicate with each other better you know it like that's just what a partnership what a marriage is you know it's a journey and so yeah you just learn you know you learn more about each other day to day and uh you know you come to appreciate each other more i think as you as you figure those things out. So yeah. it, you know, it, it just only leads to you growing like closer together with time and your relationship will be more and more fruitful as you go.
0: Well, I'm glad to hear that you guys are doing well. And I feel like we're, we're both our relationships are on the right track of going on for many, many more years to come. I'm definitely glad that I'm not single anymore uh, because I—I I do <laughs> yeah, have, me too. Yeah, I do have some single friends and, I feel like it's so difficult to, uh, be single nowadays, uh, especially with, you know, so many dating apps and, you know, people wanting different things in life. And like I said, you know, most women kind of want a, uh, a 10 when they're kind <laughs> of a five sometimes. <laughs> so so uh, like, well,
1: it is, yeah, I was going to say, that's an interesting conversation. I think that you could, you could probably, dive deeper into and it would provide hours and hours and hours of content and you might may not reach a resolution because like i think part of it is that it's almost as if for the longest time you know up until recently it's almost like women weren't allowed to have standards Mm. uh you could uh, you know that's i think that's the feminist point of view is that now women are actually having standards and good for them you know because of that like they should be allowed to actually have expectations for what they want but at the same time now men are not allowed to have standards yeah where you know every woman regardless of how she acts or what she looks like is a 10 and you have to believe that she's a 10 otherwise you don't deserve her and or at least that's the way i feel like that's the way you kind of see it portrayed a lot or at least that's the way it. i, I see it a lot you know floating around the internet um which you know not to say that's always the case but it it does feel like that sometimes so yeah as i you know as someone who's married <laughs> i'm also very thankful just like okay i'm glad i don't have to like wade through these waters right now
0: <laughs> yeah Oh well, man that was a good discussion <laughs> i didn't expect to go kind of that deep in, into it with you that really lets you guys know um an inside look at how david and i are with our wives um and we're good men we're good dogs we're good boys <laughs> we get belly rubs and treats all the yeah. time <laughs> exactly <laughs> and so we'll go into our uh doggy movie uh picks and uh firstly i was going to do a draft but i was like eh, uh drafting movies isn't really as as the same as like uh, drafting food and snacks and stuff like that. And so um, I'll kick mine off with my number five dog movie. And uh, it's Beethoven because Beethoven was great. He was a big St. Bernard, which I thought was a cool dog until you actually realize how big those fucking dogs are. And he did wreck everything. And it it was just a fun comedic uh, dog movie for a kid uh, at my age in elementary school to watch. So what's your number five?
1: Uh my number five is Airbud.
0: Airbud.
1: So yeah, I think I- anyone who's even remotely close to our age knows Airbud. And yeah. I mean it's it's classic dog movie. And I don't know how many of them there are at this point, but I'm just gonna settle with the first one because obviously mm-hmm. that one is like the Classic,
0: I don't know how many Air there Bud. was, but there was Air Buddies with his puppies. Yes, I was gonna say <laughs>
1: at this point, I think they've covered like every sport, yeah. So, and then had puppies and had them go on to you know perform the sport. So, yeah. but classic, just normal Air Bud, and I'm pretty sure that was basketball, right? Yep, if I'm remembering correctly. Okay, yeah, wasn't the guy a long time
0: the guy that um found him or whatever was like, was it he was he a clown or whatever? And he was like mistreating him or something like that
1: yeah uh it's like i said it's been a long time yeah. since i saw this movie but from, yeah from what i remember it was like yeah air Bud either got lost or ran off and then yeah some like clown dude that was gonna like i guess try and monetize <laughs> uh like buddy's talents or something yeah. was trying to keep him from the kid
0: so my number four is uh kind of a newer movie is uh dog's purpose i don't know if you ever saw that a lot of people uh, boycotted that movie because of, I guess, the uh, "quote unquote" mistreatment of the German Shepherd that they were like kind of thrown in that kind of water pool or whatever. I don't know if you remember that.
1: I didn't see the movie. Yeah, um, it was good. So I actually I didn't see Beethoven either. Man, <laughs> so really? I haven't seen it. I feel like you had to go
0: back so and far. watch Beethoven. Well, Dog's Purpose is exactly like it says: is is this dog who lives multiple lives and so the first one like he'll it's his main one and he he grows up with this kid and eventually you know the the kid gets older and gets married or whatever and he dies off and he gets like reincarnated into like two or three other dogs until he gets to the last dog that he's supposed to be and um well each each dog that he gets reincarnated to is he has a different purpose in life to serve his owner and then you know, at the very end, he kind of reunites with spoiler. He reunites with his very first owner, and uh, but he's an older man now. So it's oh. it's, it's actually a really good movie, and uh, you should
1: definitely check it out. So that what's,
0: sounds sweet. what's your number four? Uh,
1: my number four is another classic, and this one's even classicker Classic than the last. Uh, this is One Hundred and One Dalmatians.
0: Oh, okay. Well the cartoon or like the live action movie?
1: Oh definitely the cartoon. Yes. However, I will say that Glenn Close was a good Cruella in the live action Oh version. she was. Okay, uh, wait, hold on.
0: Did you think Glenn Close played a good Cruella or did you did you watch Cruella?
1: Yeah, like the recent Emma Stone. Yeah, the Emma version, Stone one. Did movie? you like that one? So I mean like as a standalone film, yes, I liked it. Yeah. Um if you're trying to tie it into the like storyline of a hundred and one Dalmatians, it absolutely does not fit. Yeah, and for sure. Should and should not be considered uh like remotely close to being tied because it's, yeah, it just it, it just doesn't yeah, it doesn't work at all. A
0: standalone film was great and I love Elmostone. Like
1: Yeah, I do too. Of,
0: definitely one of my crushes.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah same but uh but for this purpose I'm I'm talking about the like cartoon the original 101 good. Dalmatians
0: because the movie was terrible the live action one <laughs> I, I, I feel yeah, like I
1: think I ended up seeing it back when god whenever that came out I yeah. guess like late 90s early 2000s
0: yeah um my number three is Homeward Bound uh one or two uh one was mm-hmm. definitely really good I think the narration of the dogs was really funny for me as a kid and uh <laughs> Chance I get, I think it was Chance was the the bulldog the American bulldog.
1: Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, he was great and uh it was just all around good story, good family movie. Um I let mm-hmm. my dog Hazel watch it and she she, <laughs> she loves watching TV, and so like when I put it on one time she just like she was she was uh hypnotized oh. by it. So
1: that's that's cute
0: what's sad though is like i tried to make my kids watch it and they're like i'm not about this this is stupid <laughs> oh
1: yeah
0: that is sad wait did you watch homeward bound yeah okay great i homeward
1: bound good the first one not the second one okay
0: well the first one's all that really matters the second
1: one's kind of <laughs> all right
0: where's your number three
1: Alright, so this so my list is gonna get pretty controversial, uh, from three through one. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna let I'm just gonna let you know. All right. Uh my my number three is Cats and Dogs.
0: Cats which one was that? Was that the spy so, movie?
1: Yes, where they were the animals in <laughs> <are> the spies. <laughs> really? Yes, okay. I love that movie. As I
0: sell it to and me. And so
1: <laughs> and so uh man, like, all these movies I realized as I was going back and, like, thinking – or I was, like, Googling dog movies. And yeah. I was like, which one of these have I seen? And so, like, as I started coming back on all the ones that I'd seen, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I loved this movie as a kid. I thought it was great. <laughs> so I guess I'd have to go back as an adult and, like, rewatch like, all of these because, like I said, <laughs> well, I think my number one is going to hold up, but three and two – I feel like right.
0: that movie Cats and Dogs came out like when I was maybe like graduating high school. I was, I was going to say a you, were,
1: bit... you probably had to be like a mid to late teenager. So, yeah. you may not have so I was like, eh, this movie connected with stupid. It. I'm not going to yeah, watch I'm it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure going back like as an adult and like seeing the like really cheesy or, like early 2000s CGI. You're going to uh, make me and, like, rewatch make... this and I'm just gonna, like,
0: <laughs> I'm going to judge you and you're like, wow, David really put this in number three. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, you know, I guess I should have, yeah, I should have like looked these up way ahead of time. So I actually had the opportunity to go back and rewatch these and make sure that I wasn't like making my list actually yeah. terrible. Uh, but that just based on nostalgia, this is okay. my number three pick.
0: Well, yeah, n- my number three was nostalgia too, it was a homeward bound. Um, so my number two is Balto. I, okay. I don't know if you've seen Balto the cartoon. Oh, I love Balto. Yeah, Balto was fantastic. Um, it was a great story, kind of underdog dog wolf that wasn't accepted <laughs> that got accepted to be a snow dog thing, and he he beat out the the big champion snow dog and had a uh, you know the the Russian goose kind of his uh, uh guy <laughs> what. His his wingman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to get one in. Yeah. Just had to. Um, I was uh-huh. going to say his, uh, uh, who was Rocky's coach in uh, In the Rocky movies? I
1: forgot his Adrian? name. Adrian? No, 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 Adrian was his wife. Yeah. Not, I don't know why I thought that. Um, dang it. Yeah, I can't. I, I don't remember. I'm
0: drawing a blank, but that, that was pretty much him. That was his coach in balto the goose which i don't know if he was actually russian a russian goose Uh, i feel like there's one scene where he did act like he was russian um but that that movie was great
1: yeah that's i think that's a movie that would hold up on rewatch
0: all right so you're number two let's hear it
1: all right so yeah like i said my my number two and three are going to be pretty controversial so my number two is Milo and Otis.
0: Okay. I, to be honest, I've never watched Milo and Otis.
1: So I uh, don't expect you to uh, have watched it because it's, I mean, I don't even know when it came out. Yeah, no, it's Probably super old.
0: I, I'm surprised you watched it and have it as number two.
1: Um, so yeah, I remember watching this when I was in like, you know, kindergarten, first grade, like real young.
0: I just know and, the dog is uh, a pug and super cute.
1: Yeah, Yeah. The dog is a pug. Uh, that's Otis, and mm. Milo is an orange cat. And I don't know if this, if that movie is what. No, probably not. I was going to say I have a love for orange cats now. Yeah, uh, you I have one have in macaroni.
0: Orange... Right. Yep,
1: I was going to say macaroni. My current orange cat is literally curled up on the couch right next to my feet.
0: Wow. Speaking uh, of, how is and... macaroni? I
1: know.
0: He... Oh, he's doing well. He's had he's some struggles, well. right?
1: I was going to say, yeah, the doctors are all wrong. They don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, Hazel's
0: <laughs> going through some things right now, so. Vet bills are not cheap
1: yeah oh yeah god i was gonna say this this cat has given us more vet bills uh than i've than i've wanted in my entire life yeah uh but you know gotta love him and and we certainly do and Wait, so he's, is that why he's, you
0: picked milo and otis because the cat reminds you of macaroni
1: no it was just because when i was when i was a young kid i just loved that movie It ties,
0: uh, ties you into a memory of when you were a kid
1: it, yeah, it really does. It's yeah. like a throwback to my like early youth where, you know, I was like I could watch that movie on repeat and pretty much did. Yeah. But, you know, it was it was kind of like an offshoot of Homeward Bound, you know. But it came like out before
0: cat... Homeward Bound, right?
1: Did it? I think I don't it did. Remember. I don't remember when it came out. I just know that it's, you know, it's like a cat and dog get lost like adventure movie. They're trying to get back um to the it actually takes place in japan believe it or not Ah. um but yeah they're trying to get back to their farm in japan um so you know just lost animal adventure movie that kind of thing if it
0: it did come out before homeward bound that's almost like they freaking stole the idea from milo and otis
1: (laughs) yeah i don't know if they did or not i'll actually have to go back and look at that now
0: all right, so that's a good one. i, I mean, maybe I'll go watch both of those. Three, you're three and two. I might have to go back and watch. <laughs>
1: hey, I may have to go back and watch them and see if I actually still like them. <laughs> well, it may just be rose tinted glasses.
0: So, well, w- when uh, Addie gets older, um, you'll probably go watch these movies with her or make her watch. Probably,
1: them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll um, be like, I watched these when I was a kid, and yeah, she's I- like, y'all had TVs when you were a kid, yeah.
0: What's what's this black cassette thing looking? <laughs> you, yeah. won't, you won't even have a VHS anymore. Um Yeah, I, I actually do that now and I'm I'll try to make my kids watch shows and or movies. And I'm like, these are great. And they're just like they're bored and they're like staring at their phone. I'm like, put down your phone, watch this. Fucking greatness. I right <laughs> appreciate now. it. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Damn it. Like I try to make Ethan watch like he's in the anime, so I try to make him watch like Miyazaki movies, you know? I was like I tried to get him to watch um Princess Mononoke and they just weren't into it. I was like, "Dude, this is a fucking great movie. What are like look at the art. Like the art in this is fantastic."
1: But yeah. Yeah.
0: My number one I feel like you won't or I feel like you wouldn't have seen this, but it is a new movie or newer movie um and it's called The Art of Racing in the Rain.
1: I've heard you, of it. Have okay. not seen it.
0: Oh, okay. Well, next date night, you and Michelle watch it, and I promise you that Michelle will probably boohoo. Well, maybe she, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, she will.
0: Michelle's pretty tough. Um, I don't well, know. I
1: was, for some reason, the uh, the post. Well, I guess I don't know. It's just it's just hormones. Well, I was like, <laughs> she, she been, boo-hoo a lot very... in,
0: in movies and shows?
1: Not. Necessarily, or at least not usually, she's just okay. as of late, she's been very, like, I guess, sensitive to yeah. that kind of stuff.
0: Roth does, especially in like um, Korean dramas and stuff that are very lovey dovey or uh, sentimental. She'll boohoo in it, and sometimes I'll watch shows with her, and I'm, I'm just like, Are you crying? <laughs> like, I'll turn to the side. <laughs> she's like, No, but she's like, You a runny nose, but sometimes it is. Sometimes
1: just, I feel like I'm more inclined to cry than Michelle when we're watching something. I don't know. It just, it depends on the day and the mood.
0: So art of racing in a rain is it has, I forgot his name, but he's the guy who plays the dad in uh, this is us. Did you ever watch that show?
1: Oh, Milo. uh, Ventimiglia. Yeah.
0: And so, which our acquaintance, um, Lucas pointed this out to me one time and I, I can't unsee it now. Thanks to him. And he is how Milo, uh, like, he has that little, like, mouth thing.
1: Or is yeah, because like his... he had a stroke when he was young. Oh, did he?
0: That's why yeah. it's like that? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. well. I mean, like, yeah, that's legit. Like, yeah, half his, he he can't move half of his face as well, literally because of, uh, I don't know how young he was when it happened, but yeah, it's because of a stroke.
0: We'll see. Now, now that I know that I feel like an asshole, but it's not my fault. Lucas pointed it out to me. So, um, <laughs> but the the movie is this guy is a race car driver. He adopts a dog, and the dog pretty much grows up with him and gets older, and you know, kind of goes through life with him. And uh, I don't know. I don't want to ruin it for you because I really want you to watch it and like love it. Cause, but it's it's a great movie. It's really about. You now his his relationship with his dog and uh Yeah, you
1: Well, I remember seeing the trailers for it. So yeah, you're you're not telling me it's good. It's, that, it's that, that yeah, they didn't reveal. Well
0: it was a book that's like a number one seller and um so definitely check it out on your next date night. If I wasn't if I wasn't such a manly man, uh I probably would have boo <laughs> in it. I mean I did get emotional in it. It was it was very sad, especially now that I have dogs. But it definitely uh it's a tearjerker so watch that
1: okay okay
0: all right your number one let's hear it
1: uh my number one is no surprise because you've already named it it's volto
0: yes wow (laughs) fantastic
1: yeah so when you said that was your number two i was like okay yeah you get it all right you understand
0: yes volto was an amazing cartoon
1: it really was
0: and uh well so
1: I don't think I I don't think I have to explain why uh because or at least not to you. <laughs> you already kind of went over it a little bit in your explanation. So I, I just think it was, Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say I just think it was a it was a really good like it was a well animated cartoon mm-hmm. i think the message was really good like the story was good uh, the characters were likable uh you know it was like a cool journey and like you said that underdog kind of story yep. so uh you know i just really really liked it as a kid
0: that's what i kind of missed too is uh, the art from back in the day now everything's kind of cgi and not yeah, saying it just that it
1: doesn't have the same yeah like appeal to it
0: not saying that it, it isn't as difficult to um get all those you know animations and drawings out you still got to draw it out but um i feel like peter does a lot of the work but old animation like that i still love like the miyazakis and stuff like that um one thing i just thought about too with balto was balto was balto had pretty good game you know like he <laughs> He wooed his girl and he did the whole like glass like a bore, what was it? A boy, really Alice or how you yeah, say the it.
1: Aurora, the Aurora borealis. Alice. Yeah.
0: With the glasses, man, come on. Like he really, <laughs> he really went out his way for so that. Yeah, girl. He was,
1: he was kind of like the softer sensitive type, yeah. which I think, I think you and I kind of identify exactly. with. Exactly. But he also like, when it came, like when push came to shove, like he like just outlasted Uh, all of his competition like especially that uh, the bully dog that was the guy with the bigger muscles yeah yeah the the jock (laughs) of dogs Uh, you know he like Balto proved like his worth he wasn't just some like you know weak little mutt you know he he could run and he could just like tussle with the best of them yeah
0: yeah see now all right so Now you have to go watch Art of Racing in the Rain and see if you would move it above Balto or not.
1: Okay. I mean, I I do like Milo Ventimiglia because I've watched all of This Is Us, so I already have a soft spot for him as an actor. Um, Did you finish that show? I did.
0: I didn't. See? I know. Okay, well, it was a tearjerker show anyways, but...
1: I was going to say, how far into it are you?
0: I can't remember i feel like i got i think i remember where the the brother the younger brother went to rehab and he was getting out of rehab and then he was at a hotel and he almost relapsed but i think he did relapse i I can't
1: remember it's it's i feel like yeah i feel like that was like a little ways back yeah so and and they started getting into
0: like um they're the adopted sons kind of like daughter, like in the future, you know, and the kind of, Mm -hmm. but the whole like time thing kind of like confuses me sometimes. Um, but yeah, they,
1: they do a lot of time jumps, especially as the show gets closer to the end, because like they're, they're taking what is like the current story being told in the present and they're making it like meet the future. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, you start getting more and more of the future, like as you see more of the present and like they i mean throughout the entire show they're jumping into the past as well yeah. so it's like you're you're seeing like the past present and future for all of these characters and they keep introducing more characters so it, yeah it does start to like just start to wind all over the place and yeah. it, it 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 does kind of lose some steam at times where you're just like oh come on yeah (laughs) how much of this are we going to get like before the interesting stuff actually comes back but like it all ties together in the end which i think is the point i mean i'm not going to say that the ending was my favorite um I, i do feel like the it didn't have the same impact or it didn't have the impact that i was hoping it would have as like a a lasting imprint on like a show that i really enjoyed but I mean I can still look back on the show as a whole and say that I thought it was really good.
0: Yeah. Well I'll have to go back and watch all that. Um yeah, I think that, that does it for today's episode. Um great discussion about marriages and um dude, I'm I'm super happy and super glad that uh it it seems like you guys are on the right path and um glad that uh you're actually more alike me and you than uh I, I thought we would be. Um but for you to figure it out all uh at such a young age says a lot. And uh I'm still figuring out the things you already know now. So
1: well Who it helps to, to have yeah it helps to have people in my life that you know can teach me these things <laughs> when I'm when I'm younger. Uh yeah. and I, I think that's important. It's just having uh, you know, like friends and mentor figures yeah. and then actually listening to them and kind of taking in the lessons that they can impart to you because yeah, you know, there are a lot of things that I think you've kind of communicated like when you were my age, it's like you wish you would have known this and so I know it's like I'll, I think back to a lot of times younger in my life where I'm just like, man, I wish I would have known that when I was younger and so yeah, yeah I think it's important to listen to people uh, and kind of gather in what you can from their experiences that, so, you know, everyone has a lot to offer. So you, you know, it, it always, you always learn more and can grow more by listening.
0: For sure. Listen. Oh uh, yeah. then that's it uh, for today's episode. Thank you for being on the show. Always. Oh, of course. Thank you for having me. No, I, I enjoy having you on. And I, I, I am very guilty of not um keeping in touch with you as often and as i like and um i'd like to do that more and i'm not just because i'm not saying this just for the podcast but for real <laughs> um yeah so don't forget to check on your friends but more importantly don't forget to check on yourself peace peace
1: yeah